My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Attention shoppers, we have a cleanup on aisle 13. Cleanup on aisle 13. Thank you. Hey, so apparently last week I said, uh, check out our Instagram on walkerretailranger.com, and obviously those are two different things. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to throw it out there. So, good afternoon, everybody. It is uh, Sunday, March 27th, 2022. It is uh, the 17th episode of Walker Retail Ranger podcast. How are you, Liz? Fantastic. Well, uh, as I mentioned, it's March 27th, so you know what that means. What? What do you think it means? What day is it? All right. The suspense. The what's it called? Suspense. It's the suspense. It's National Neighbor Day. I haven't seen these, by the way. Oh, really? I'm gonna pull. It's National. Hi, neighbor. We can see our neighbors. Right yeah, out the window. Yeah, we can see them. Yeah. Uh, it's International Whiskey Day. I'm not gonna go through all of them, of course, because there's eight trillion <laughs> days. Uh, Nana National Nana National Spanish Paella Day. Okay. I don't know what paella is. Uh, this one's interesting. Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. And it just kind of reminds me, just thinking about it, we're watching uh, that Dallas thing and on IMDB, and there's always a commercial for that dude. I can't remember his name, but it's like, sing a get my Dirt Road Diary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Dirt Road Diary? Yeah, Dirt Road Diary. I don't know. Yeah, so there's a quirky, quirky... Uh, yeah, we always have to sing that. We do. Uh, it's World Theater Day. National Introverts Week ends today. Darn, I missed it. They're probably glad about that. Uh, yeah. Don't give us attention. Uh, and uh, then there's other, the months. We, we had discussed those last time. But I do want to give a shout out to my cousin Dave. Uh, he has the potential to be our IT guy at some point when we make it big after the next couple of days. And we'll talk about that <laughs> in a few minutes. But uh, Dave did give me advice on how to prevent unwanted callers from even calling me oh interesting it, it goes immediately to like voicemail or recent calls it doesn't even notify me that it's happening okay so i'm a lot less stressed because you know i get enough work texts and emails and stuff like that speaking of emails you know how we sold the uh four-wheeler last week right right well on a lark i've put the mustang out for sale uh i had a couple bites some kids came and looked at it yesterday but it was too much car for them, right? <laughs> Meaning it needs a lot more work than they right. anticipated. But uh, I got an email today, and this dude said he absolutely fell in love with my car. So obviously I'm a great photographer, right? I, I got to be. <laughs> and this dude wanted to uh, trade a 2020 Subaru something. Wow, I'll take it. I know. But dude, it just, it gets your heart fired up for a second. Then your brain kicks in and you're mm-hmm. like, dude, that's a scam. <laughs> Is so this Craigslist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, we've had good luck with Craigslist as of late. I mean, that's how we sold the four-wheeler. It was like super quick. That's true. 
So uh, after today, we're going to take some much-needed time off, and we are going to go dig for gems. I can't wait. I can't wait either. We're actually going to take some time and hopefully strike it rich, then we can do this podcast full-time. We will just sit up here at Rancho de Walker, (laughs) and we will look out the window at our chicken shack, which we'll talk about that here shortly. Um. Much needed vacation. I'm really looking forward uh, to spending some quality yes. time. Get out of Dodge. Get out of Dodge. I didn't realize we lived in Dodge. <laughs> but uh, let, let's get out of Dodge for a little bit. So, obviously, you're sitting, what, four or five feet away from me? Right. Uh, but I'm sure you can tell that I look completely different today versus how I did last week. I, I'm wearing a cowboy hat. I've got sunglasses on, a full beard, and a jean jacket. <laughs> I look like Rip Jr. Yes, you do. From Yellowstone, right? <laughs> Why is that, you ask? Because I've transformed. With my help. Well, with your help, yeah. Obviously, we've <laughs> talked about that over the years. But the reality is today, I built a chicken run around our chicken coop. <laughs> the chicken coop, quick story on that. Uh, a friend of uh, mine actually told me that he had a friend that had a free chicken coop a couple of years ago. So, of course, I went and I got it. Because I've had dreams of having chickens for years now, right? Yeah, yeah. So that chicken coop has been sitting there at the end of our driveway for two years. Yes, it has. Just chilling. It needed some work, but it was free. So that that was a win. So due to our windfall from the ATV sale, purchased a chicken run off Amazon. Basically, it's like a big dog kennel with chicken wire on it. Um, (laughs) They arrived... Amazon arrived first thing this morning. I mean, I was geeked waiting for this thing to get here. I know. I'd just gotten my second cup of coffee. Yeah. Like, and, and all of a sudden, Amazon shows up and boom, there's a 120 pound box outside. <laughs> I, I immediately, I didn't even have my second cup oh, of coffee. Oh, you got dressed so fast. I swear. Well, I took a shower first. Well, yeah. Because yeah, hygiene is important, especially when you're ranching <laughs> like I'm out there doing. So I built the uh, the coop today or the, the run. Uh, that. I literally, we're recording two hours later than normal because I just came back in the house. So almost sun up to sun down for this little Rip Jr. dude. Yeah, it looks good. It does. We can actually see it from outside the window there. I had to do a little modification to the chicken coop itself, which was fun. Um, anyways, it's uh, it's dubbed Jimmy's Chicken Shack, <laughs> which uh, I think was a one-hit wonder back in the day with that song, High, it's called. Oh, H-I-G-H. yeah, that was a band, wasn't it? Yes, Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Uh, good call. So we're going to be picking up chickens after our little mini getaway. And we were doing some research on that and watching some YouTube channels. And that was scary because uh, when I typed in the type of birds that we're getting on off of Craigslist. Yeah. Because um, my buddy who hooked me up with the chicken coop scoop had also told me a good place to get chickens. Mm-hmm. And so, well, let's let's backtrack a little bit. I don't know how many years ago, but it was numerous years ago we bought ducks. Oh, my God. Because we just built a pond. We built the pond in 2008. I remember that. Yeah. A couple years after it's that. a tiny pond. We thought it would be cute to have little ducklings swimming around in it, right? <laughs> yeah. And it was. It was. We, we raised them in the house. We actually uh, brooded them is what they're called. Um, they were little baby hatchlings, and we raised them in your bathroom for, what, like almost four to six weeks? Yeah, it was quite a while. But it was the coolest thing, seeing six little baby they ducks were so cool. swimming around in your bathtub. Oh, my like, God. Underwater. They were, yeah, they would dip under. Awesome. It, it was the coolest thing. 
And then, of course, like life, they turned into teenagers. Oh, they hated us after that. And we put them outside. They had I, I built a hutch for them. Mm-hmm. Remember, I built yep. that from scratch. Yep. Um, and they had access to the pond. And we had six of them because we had to buy six ducks at the time. Right. And we, we found somebody to take four to get them out of here. <laughs> and, and I, for some stupid reason... Instead of keeping two females, I kept a male and a female. Yeah, that was not good. That was not good. We were loving the duck eggs. And I don't know what I was thinking. This is obviously a rookie mistake here, but we kept the male and a female. And he was just so violent. Yes, he was not he, a When nice they mate, guy. ducks, it's not pretty when ducks mate. Uh, it is not something fun to watch. It, it's horrifying how bad they treat the female. Especially in the pond. Dude, he was like I, drowning her. I thought I was going to have to get in there. I know. So, long story short, we got rid of those ducks, and it's been a it's been a while. So we decided we're going to go with chickens this time. And part of the reason I was telling you that is the type of chicken that we're getting is a hybrid. It is called a red sex link hen. It's a hybrid where you don't have to tell, or you can tell by the color that it's a male or female. So these are red. Yeah, that's the smart. females are red. The males are white. Now. When we were, I was punching that into YouTube on the TV. <laughs> you got to be careful what you type, oh, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, whoo, there were some scary things that popped up on there. But we did watch quite a few good videos on it, and, and we have a really good idea of what we're getting into. Um, we're going to go with, we're going to start with four. That way we'll have, apparently these, these chickens are great for like laying eggs, which is what we want. We're not raising them to eat them. We can't right. do that. Um, but I know they're going to be good because we go through at least a dozen eggs a week. Oh, at least. Whether it comes to food or baking or oh, whatever. Yeah. So why are we doing this, Liz? Why are we doing this? Well, just to, I guess, supplement the egg supply and yeah. um, trying to be more self-sufficient. Yes, yeah, self-sufficiency. Great, great segue. <laughs> so... Like I said, we've been planning on doing the chickens for a couple of years, but as of late, like real recently, even the uh, the president of the United States has kind of warned about potential food shortages. Now, I believe he was referring more towards the European side of it. Right. However, that does impact. We're a global economy. Let's be real. Um, grain and fertilizer come from all over the place. We ship it out. They ship it in. Blah blah blah. And there is some just uncertainty when it comes to that. And I guess what concerned me was knowing, and trust me, I am nowhere near an economist. I said that right. I'm not an economist. <laughs> I was going to say economist, which just proves <laughs> that I'm not. But I was going to say, I've heard and read too much that obviously inflation is high, right? Inflation is oh. like 7.9%. Meaning, my understanding is that means we're paying on the average 7.9% more for goods than we were like a year ago or yes. so, right? Well, there's another... The consumer price index is also, that's the inflationary number, or the inflationary number there. Well, from what I've read and heard, as of late, the producer price index is actually double digits. It's like 10%. And that's actually how it impacts people that produce goods. Right, right. So it, they're paying 10% more on the average for what they're producing. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Well, the concern is that the producer price index is kind of a futures thing, like mm-hmm. you see down the road. So we might feel, feel we not be feeling we might not be feeling that right this moment, 
but it's very likely that we're going to see an increase on the consumer price index in the next couple months. So what does that mean? The money you got now is going to be even worth less, oh, right? In a couple right. months. So, I mean, in all reality, that's, that's part of it. It might sound simple to have eggs, but it's also just kind of a way for us to practice homesteading a little bit and, and, and the sustainability, self-sustainability. I think it's a great idea. We're going to look into doing some raised bed gardens at some point. I mean, our soil is horrific. Oh, it's horrible. For that. Um, and that's one cool thing about the chicken coop is I, I feel like the predators are going to have a hard time trying to dig under it. It's rocks. I can't that's put, all it is. I can't put it's a freaking rocks. shovel in this dirt. So <laughs> if they can dig it, hey, more power to them. Maybe we'll, we'll hire them to do something else. But, I mean, we're not necessarily trying to become a homestead per se, but it'd be cool as all heck to go out there and grab our own eggs. I mean, the duck eggs thing was amazing. They were significantly better for baking, weren't they? Oh, they were real good for baking. I, I just wasn't crazy about the, the texture, tape. like You're scrambled right. eggs. Correct. It was kind of weird. Speaking of scrambled eggs, that was one of the things we saw <laughs> on the video, the videos that we were watching, that they actually feed um, chickens scrambled eggs which just seems kind of cannibalistic <laughs> and and then that that brought up a story you were saying about what you did for um fun on the farm uh, yeah. back in the day well, what was that out on the farm there wasn't a whole lot of entertainment so we had chickens that just ran around the yard so after breakfast we had you know all these eggshells so right we'd go out there and just throw one eggshell and one chicken would grab it, and the rest would chase him. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. And then he would drop it. Okay. And another one would pick it up. It's like chicken rugby. And and take off running with it the other way, Dude, and they we were do all that. behind it. It was the funniest thing. We just did it all day. But was, we're doing that. Well, in between work. Of course. <laughs> well, we're, I think we settled on we're going to have four birds. So that'll be even teams, two on each side. It's true, true. We'll drop the eggshell in the middle and... <laughs> record and see what happens so on a, a back to the kind of scarier note of grains and fertilizers and all that i was thinking and, and i'm like i said i'm not a prognosticator i can't i'm not predicting the future just telling you what i see here because i know i mentioned last week the uh the shortage on frozen potatoes right you yes. went shopping today today right? briefly and what did you see in the frozen potato section well i went over there just to see you know, and I was going to grab a couple bags if there were any there, but right. it was pretty blown up. And it was kind of funny because it was a guy stocking frozen over there. Right. And then a customer came by and he was like, seriously, what is the deal with potatoes? Yeah. And I interjected. Oh, retail ranger. Yes. And I explained to him that yeah. it's, you know, the producers yeah. and the manufacturers. And I didn't go into... The he, gluts of millions that were wasted last year. <laughs> he looked like he was kind of in a hurry, but he was interested right. to hear that. And you know, it's good for shoppers when they, they need see to know. these situations. They, they need to know. And they're appreciative of it. It's not us. It's Right. My God, I want to sell freaking potatoes. <laughs> I want to sell them. Trust oh, yeah. me. Wow. So you saw the same thing then. Yeah. And I guess that's what concerns me is it's very, very, very sporadic right now. Like It is. Well, I told the guy, I said, every once in a while, it'll be somewhat full. So I'll grab like two bags just to stick in the freezer. Right. And he said, yeah, I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, oh, the customer said that? Yeah. So they know. Yeah. Some of them know. Well, 
I guess the thought we were kind of talking about, you and I, was this would be a great time, like now, to stock up on dry goods specifically, like pasta and rice and anything like grain related. Do you have any other thoughts on that? I grabbed two boxes of spaghetti when I was in there. Yeah. It was on sale. Just, you know, just to have because it doesn't take a whole lot of energy to, you know, cook it. Right. So. Well, I guess it's it's quick and it's, you know, carbs and. Right. I guess that's my concern. Like if stuff's expensive right now, Mm -hmm. what's it going to be like three months from now? I know. It's scary. It, It is. So I would just recommend if you find stuff like that, grab a couple of extra boxes of pasta. I imagine rice still has a pretty good shelf life, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, any, anything like that. As long as it stays dry. Well, and I guess what concerns me is the fact that fertilizer is going to be impacted too. So that means your fresh crop, like produce, mm-hmm. is potentially going to become scarce. And one of the things I had heard was like, you know how we're comfortable getting kiwi year round. I, I remember when I was a kid, kiwi was seasonal and you only got it like for a couple months of the year. Or there's some some fruits and veggies you only got... For a while, you only got strawberries during strawberry That's season. True. Now you get strawberries 24-7 or, or 365. I mean, it might impact that kind of thing where there's going to be a lot more seasonality where you got to really start thinking about it. I mean, you might not be smart to make strawberry shortcake in the middle of November. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we're going to have to start thinking that and, and shopping locally. Mm-hmm. I would definitely look at shopping your local produce. Um, well, I've been farms. buying like um, canned pie filling. Okay. You know, like apple, yeah. peach, strawberry, just to have on hand if, you know, things did get a little wonky. Yeah. You know, you can always make a cobbler or something if you have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Well, I, I strongly encourage the cobblers. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was one of the best things you had made oh, in a long time. thank you. Um, on, on a lighter note, and I guess we're going to yes. kind of wrap it up here because we got, we got to finish packing. I know. It's exciting. Um. It smells really good downstairs, and I know you were running around frantically looking for a recipe, and then I told you just to go with it, man. <sighs> no, I was just going to make that um, chicken broccoli casserole okay. that you liked. And for the life of me, I couldn't find the recipe that I used, so I, I'm just kind of winging it. Well, as you should. <laughs> I see what you did there. No you, pun You said winging with the chickens. I knew that oh, was coming. Oh, wow. I, I, I kind of <laughs> missed that for a second. That's pretty dang impressive. But look at my list here. I think we're good overall. Oh, one quick thing. Uh, Cousin Dave did ask me. He, he sent me a, a text this morning. And he was inquiring about a flavor of Ritz. I think it was like garlic Ritz. Mm-hmm. And he said he hasn't seen that in a lot of places. And the tags are even missing and all that. And, and I, I let him know there are still, and, and this might be repetitive for those folks that have been with us since day one. But a lot of manufacturers have had to really slow down on their variety stuff. Yes. They have, manufacturers have core items and they have like the variety stuff. Just like with Coke and Pepsi. Right. And that's what I was going to say. With Pepsi, your main brands are Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Diet Pepsi, um, maybe Dr. Pepper, depending on your market, right? Right. But your flavors like, and I don't even know if it's, but like Orange Crush, or, or black cherry. Or, yeah, black cherry Pepsi. Those have kind of been put on the back burner so they can focus on their core varieties. And it's I know it's the same way with Nabisco, which is owned by Mondelez, or I think is what it's called. It's a national yes. company. Um, but they, they I know from the get-go, they were having a hard time getting, like, you couldn't get saltines. 
you couldn't get um, any varieties of, of Ritz other than like I plain some old Ritz, Ritz today. All right, see? see, cousin <laughs> Dave knows. But that's just kind of another FYI. Um, props him for bringing that up again. That's still something we are still seeing. I think it's probably something we're going to see in the in the very near future. Um, somebody also had mentioned on a podcast that I listened to about herbs. Fresh herbs are going to be like less likely to be produced if they got to focus on their core stuff like iceberg lettuce and stuff like that. So that is a pretty easy thing to grow on your own. Well, I've seen right many. Well, yeah, to start now, but I'm just saying down the road, you know, if they got to, if they got to pull back on something, these farmers might be saying, Hey, I got to focus on iceberg lettuce, Right. you know, instead of having an acre dedicated to basil, you know, (laughs) maybe maybe they're going to focus on just the lettuce part, depending on whether they get the seeds for this stuff too. Um, so you've grown herbs on the back deck just yeah. using a planter, and that's been fairly successful, right? I know that's basil. Been pretty, yeah, pretty good. We got to set that up again. We haven't. I know it's about time. I'm behind. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll work on it. We'll, well get... we've had a few really cold days, so you're right. And we have. super windy, so it's that's probably true. good that we're waiting a little bit. Oh, it was funny when I was out there crack of dawn working on that chicken <laughs> run. I had a hooded sweatshirt on, right? And then at one point I took it off because I was sweating bullets. And then I like half an hour later I'm freezing. I mean, it, it was definitely a, a windy, like, weird weather day today. Like, it got cold at some points, and it was hot at some points. It wasn't raining, so I was happy. Yeah, that's true. We're not ready for our chickens yet, which we'll, we'll figure out the names for these. I think we're going to go with four. Yeah, that way we can have two rugby teams, and they can throw that chicken egg out there. We, <laughs> that's going to be fun. Maybe we can get some video. I don't know. Figure out how to put video on the website. i got to get some more pics on there, too, because I'm behind on that. You are behind. Oof. Well, the last half of this week... After we strike it rich and we got our, we come home with our emerald six pound emerald. I'm calling it. We're gonna find a six pound. I emerald. dreamed I found one. You so, did, yes, but I didn't think it was emerald. But then it was emerald. Okay. So, uh oh, I know things, things might be changing. We might be uh, might be broadcasting from uh, the Bahamas. <laughs> How that sweet would, be would that great. be? That would be nice. Yeah, we could afford to fly all this equipment down there. Mm. Well, it's not that much, but. <laughs> I know it's a box, a mic, and a computer. Two mics. <laughs> but we got to get down there. Sure. Sure. Oh, you heard it, folks. Oh, we're going to the Bahamas. All right, folks. Uh, you got anything else, Liz? I think I'm good. Okay, we got to finish that chicken broccoli casserole. <laughs> I'm going to grab one of these golden burgers. All right, y'all be good. We'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. We are also on Instagram. Our podcast can be heard on what do you got? iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, and I'm sorry, still no on the SoundCloud. Dang. Try to be strong, y'all. Y'all be good. Peace. Bok, bok. Hey, Retail Rangers, don't forget to check out walkerretailranger.com. Could be how you found this podcast, but there's an About Us uh, link on there that you can ask questions or submit some topics for future podcasts if you'd like. Um, I'm pretty new to this building a website thing. I'm kind of learning as I go. I'm a retail ranger, not an IT guy. Um, But so far, the analytics are showing that I'm pretty big in Belgium. Just saying. WalkerRetailRanger.com Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.